You're listening to the best of Game Time Decisions with Gabe Morency and Cam Stewart. Let's roll. So the Marlins are playing the Yankees tonight. Uh, Derek Jeter. Uh, Derek Jeter has actually, he's in New York. Oh, great. But he's not going to the game. Which is insane. Because he said it would be too awkward. No. Just admit you don't want to watch a piece of crap baseball team play. <laughs> exactly. No, but I, I don't understand. Then why go to New York then? Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. Just stay in Florida. Like, I, do I other just, things. I just don't, like, Get I don't know. Too awkward people. for what? Yeah, like people do, asking you, hey, what's up with the Marlins? I think he wants to avoid the questions, actually. Uh, I brought this up last week, Kip. Remember, if you remember, I brought this up. Um, so basically after the, you know, the whole Loria and Samson thing, they're, they're real, they're slicksters, man. They got the city yep. to pay for the stadium and everything, but the stadium was supposed to get some money back and like a little bit of the revenue, et cetera. So after the sale, they're owed money, man, you know, and Loria basically stated that somehow he lost money on a $1.2 billion sale and he got a free stadium. So Loria passed a buck and Loria is pretty slick and, Loria passed it on to Jeter, et cetera. It's like, Loria's like, it's not my your, problem. Your problem, bro. I don't own the team yep. anymore. That's your you problem. You do. So the courts in Florida found that the Miami Marlins are basically on the hook. Like, we don't care who owns the damn team. You owe the city of Miami money. Derek Jeter, of course, claimed last week that, now nah, we, you know, we'd like to help you out, but the thing is, the, the the corporation that owns the team is oh. in the Virgin Islands. Offshore. Yeah, it's an offshore Virgin Islands. <laughs> slick slick response by Jeter. He so learned he, a lot from he those basically guys. said, you'll have to like file this suit in a Virgin Island courtroom, which is you it's know, not going to happen. There, it's yeah, it's a <laughs> it's a Florida thing. So, yeah, so Jeter's like sleezing up already, and I'm like a couple of weeks in, gets rid of all the players. So you know, Marlins, uh, Marlins men. I love Marlins, man. Me too. Yeah, I like. A, I, I hate guy. the Marlins, but I no, like that guy. You gotta be. You gotta respect Marlins, man, because he's there all the time. Yeah, and people bitch too about Marlins, man. What are you talking? He's is, amazing. He's really not rich. They're all like, "Oh, this guy's some rich guy. He's an idiot. He's a Marlin fan. He goes to the World Series and Super Bowls in his Marlin jersey." He's just. Uh, he's an average guy. He says he spends all his money going to sporting events. Yeah. Like that's his thing. Like he's a big sports fan. Like why would he's not like I some, be honest with he's you. He's not a spoiled millionaire brat kid going why around. People, yeah. Why would sports fans take a shot at Marlins, man? He's what's good about like he shows up. They were games pissed and, off because he went to the Royals World Series and he was sitting behind. And they're like, I should be a royal fan there. Oh, Screw down. you. It's America. Exactly. He has money. He bought the ticket. Yeah, he's wearing his Marlins jersey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Screw you. I love Marlins, man. I'm with you. I so, think he's amazing. Marlin man's hardcore. Marlin man's not get along with Derek Jeter. No, it's a bad relationship. When they had like a town hall before the season started. Marlon man, <laughs> he showed up angry. Yeah, and he got like removed. Like they were, they got ugly and stuff, right? He was asking some questions about a lot of things, and Jeter was kind of rude to the guy. Jeter said, "I don't know who he is," and everyone was yeah. like, "Dude, it's Marlon man." Bought the team. You should at least know the one guy that likes you. Like, you know what I mean? It's true though. Like, there's one fan of That's the Marlins, and Jeter's like, "I don't, I don't know, know who he is." So, yeah, Marlins man didn't take that very well. I wouldn't either. No, so the Marlins man now with the Virgin Islands stuff, he actually got on a plane camp, and he went to the Virgin Islands. Oh, wicked, to make sure these guys are going to pay? He went to the head office of in the Virgin Islands. It's a post office box. It's a post office box. 
That's awesome. That's so- he filmed it. Wow. He's like, yeah, Marlins, man. I'm yeah. in the Virgin Islands. He's like, there's all the locals giving him weird looks. He goes in. He goes, this is the Marlins headquarters. And he goes in. It's like a post office. Well, yeah, like place. you get your mail. Yeah. <laughs> like a UPS And there's all these box. people. They're all like, there's a camera with them. And they're all looking. And he's like, uh, I'm here to see, uh, you know, the president of the Marlins. They're like, it's just some chick that works in a post, like, mailbox. Like, like a photocopy place. She's, she's like, she's she goes. She's working at a Kinko's. And she's like, I've never heard of the Marlins. And he's like, yeah, but this is, he's showing them. He's like, this is the address yeah. of the Marlins. And she's like, yeah, this is the right address. But, you know, I don't know any Marlins. It's a P.O. box. Amazing. So he started handing out Marlins gear to them all. <laughs> he goes, since you're Marlins employees, I thought yeah. you should have this. So he's giving out, and it's funny, the people in the Virgin Islands didn't even want it. Like, there's this dude. <laughs> yeah. He offered, like, a guy, like, a free Marlins baseball hat. This guy, never, he's like, he reluctantly took it after, like, Marlin, man, free, free, just take it. Like. <laughs> So, yeah, Marlins, Marlins man did like an investigative piece. He's like, I don't know what the hell's going on, but it's a P.O. box. Jeter's I, got some explaining to do. I love it. This guy's amazing. And now they're playing in New York, and Jeter doesn't want to show up to the stadium because <laughs> yeah, exactly. he says it's awkward. Wow. No, you just don't want to show up to the stadium and have all the people in the media asking you, so what's up with your P.O. box in the Virgin Islands? You don't even have an office. I don't even tell you what kind of fan would pay on his own dime to go down to the Virgin Islands to investigate something, film it. Like, you want to talk about hardcore Mar- Like, Marlins, man, should get, like, now he, to me, that's like Hall of Fame status. We for should know. Like we that. should. I should know, though, from, he, it's still hardcore what he did, just to think about it and say, you know yeah. what, I'm going to go check this place to see if it's real. Yeah. And he was right yeah, he with is. a P.O. box. Um, but from Florida to the Virgin Islands, it's not that bad because, in his video, still? in his video, he said, I just spent the last six hours coming here. Because he had to go from Miami to Puerto Rico, which is pretty close. So he went from Miami to Puerto Rico, and then Puerto Rico to the Virgin Islands. Still impressive. And he bought gear for those people, even if they didn't want it. At least that that's thumbs up, in my opinion. Marlon yeah, Man's amazing. He's walking around with his orange Marlin jersey <laughs> in the Virgin Islands. The guy's hardcore. You can't. Put, I don't know anybody that do would do that for their sports organization. So he deserves some street cred for that. I think it's fantastic. I didn't think that Derek Jeter's start could be this bad, Kev. It's brutal. No, it's embarrassing. Like it's almost tarnishing his legacy. Yeah, like, like, like we're talking like, it's really get real ugly. We're two weeks into this thing yep. and we've got slush funds and Virgin Island, Island accounts. The old boxes running out of Kinkos and lawsuits like, uh, yeah, from you, the city of Miami. Like what no, this is this bad. is worse than Lori almost. Like at least Lori actually had an office in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> At least Laurie, I went through the trouble of actually, like, renting. Yeah, like, we're a real operation. <laughs> this is uh, Derek Jeter, man. This is like the, this is like monorail in the Simpsons. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Put North Haverbrook on the map. Mon- yeah. Monorail. Excuse me. I'm here to ask you about the monorail. monorail. It's a monorail cafe. <laughs> there ain't no monorail. And there never was. Get out of here. <laughs> like, like, seriously, we're two weeks into this thing with Derek Jeter. And it's worse than it's worse than Laurie and Sampson somehow, which is hard to do. It's very hard. It's to hard do. to do, but it's worse than Laurie he's, and Sampson. He's, he's real slimy when he's it comes to business. He's pissed off Marlins, man. He's got a feud with the city of Miami going, and he's it's been exposed. Like it's a PO box. It's a freaking PO box. <laughs> it's awesome. Like it's beyond. It's beyond embarrassing. 
Like, really, Derek G., like, what the hell are you doing? I love it. Like, how I, I, ghetto and average. Here it is. Look at this. Here, look at here. Here, check this out. Here it is. <laughs> it looks like a rundown hotel. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. We're that get- makes the El Cortez look like uh, the Rio. Listen, I'm going to send this over right now to, uh, are you there, Florio? Well, Florio's got a lot of things going on. It's like a, it's like an airport in that place. <laughs> no, he's right, there. Hey, 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 good stuff, it's Mike. It's like an airport in that place. All right, Mike, check the uh, check the uh, the G chat here. Boom, just sent it. If you can't play the audio for us here, okay? We don't have to worry about copyright. Here. It's just Marlon. Yeah, it's Marlon Man's yeah, work. Yeah, You'll be happy that we we clicked on it. No, no, yeah, exactly. We're giving. Yeah, we show up for the, the show. Thanks for the support, guys. Exactly. Like he put this on Twitter. It's exactly. just like it's you know. He's yes, sir. Yeah, play the video. Urgent. Here's the audio. It's Florence Levy, and I'm here in the British Virgin Islands. And Andy Slater promised me I'd be coming to the Miami Marlins, otherwise known as the Virgin Islands Marlins Tinko home office. I brought shirts, I brought visors, I brought stuff to give to everybody. My absolute shock. It's a letterbox post office place. It is not an office like we have in Miami. We walked inside, Andy Slater found this, he did the work, he didn't tell me. We walked inside, I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Okay, it's a rack of mailboxes, and you it's called letterbox rental. I got a picture of it. And I don't know what Andy has to say about this, but I'm pissed off. I just went from Miami to Puerto Rico to the Virgin Islands to bring orange Marlins gear to people down here to find out there's nobody here. It's just a drop box. That sucks. Wow, that sounds sucks. windy. <laughs> you see him here too, Kevin. He's outside. There. He's just hanging out. It's like, it's, like, it's like one of those hotels you rent for an hour. No, no, really. I know. Like, look at look at this place. Like, it's look. awful. Like, I looked at. It's the not even a classy place. Like, look. no, it's a dump. Like, it's a straight up look, dump. People are looking at him. Like, who's this white guy? Yeah, what the hell is he doing here? Like, why is he? Why? <laughs> I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off. Like, so, and Flory, what do you think about this? And now you see the cheater. The Marlins are playing the Yankees tonight. Nowhere to be found. And Cheater's in New York, but he's not going to the stadium. Like, what the hell is I'm the pretty hell's happy that like, Jeter's getting exposed to be a fraud. You are, huh? Growing up as a Met fan, all you heard that Jeter is the perfect guy ever, you knew there was something that, that wasn't perfect about him. So I'm happy it's finally coming out. Nobody's perfect, Florio. Like, like Cam's yeah. Jeter's image, Florio. It's, it's, true, it's really tanky. His image is yeah. like... Give it another two weeks and it's all gone. Oh, He's I know. just a new scumbag owner that's going to want to run out of town. Exactly. But he'll always be loved here in New York, no matter what he does. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tony Sincata. I know Tony's uh, listening, actually. And I, Tony Tony hates Jeter, too. Of course, he said he's a selfish <laughs> player. Wouldn't move for A-Rod. And uh, Tony Sincata checks in, actually, and says, uh, says, I have all these Canadian coins I've been trying to get rid of. <laughs> Seventy guys' address. I'll send it to him. <laughs> send it yeah. to my PO box. You stay classy, Tony. You're like the Patriots. You're a sore loser, Tony. Tony wants to pay and change. What you got? A hundred loonies? I remember a guy did that to me in high school. I won a bet, and he paid me a hundred dollars in pennies, and I punched him out. It was actually the only time I've actually really been mad. I'm not, not a violent guy, but I said, you know what, dude? That's so disrespectful. I go, we're fighting, and I just 
not knocked it. I'm bad. <laughs> Stupid punk. Because this the guy, guy Todd, he's a real dick. Why did he give you a hundred? Because he's just a dick. Because he's a dick. He he want. I want to bet, and he paid me like bags of money and coins. I go, you're that's such a dick move. Like, look what I paid you. I gave you a hundred dollar bill for for the pool. I don't even care if you pay like some of it in change. You know what I mean? If you give me rolled quarters, I won't even get mad. Marenzi, if you gave me some rolled quarters. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> so you punch the guy. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean a bag. Like they weren't even like when somebody gives you a change when you go to the bank, you know, you get the dollars and the brown things. Like not nice. Your coins are rolled. They're prepared. You give them to the teller. They give you cash. It was a shopping bag. <laughs> shopping bags of pennies. What a jackass. It's like Seinfeld. Are you Todd Gack? Yeah, here, Gack. here's your money. Yeah. <laughs> it's all in coins. <laughs> You're right. It's a uh, it's a scumbag move. To it's a it's a move of disrespect. But let me ask to you, be a dick. There was a guy in Florida who owed he owed like seven hundred bucks in parking tickets money. Yep. And he walked into the cop shop, and same thing. He dropped. <laughs> he dropped. Oh, I got no problem with that. That's he a parking took, authority. He took it out of like this bag. He took like a pillowcase and <laughs> and it went all over the counter. Amazing. And he said, "Here's your money." And he started walking out. And like the cop in they the station said, "Yo, yo, yo, what the hell do you think you're doing?" And they started arguing, and the cop attacked the guy. <laughs> like the really? Cop, oh yeah, like it got hostile fast. The guy said, "He said I owe I owe Fort Lauderdale County." $480 or whatever it was, there it is. Count it. And they were like, we're not counting it. We're not accepting it. And he got, you know, but he said, this is legal tender it is currency. Legal, yeah, but you can't not accept it. It's a difference. You got to roll it up and everything. It's a, it's, yeah, I agree with that. It's you it. can't go in that's, and pour it on the counter. That thing is, I also knew the guy and he did it. That's just, that's what makes it worse about it. This guy's doing parking tickets. You can do whatever you want to the county. I don't care. <laughs> I owe so much in parking tickets too. I'd love to pay them in change. Yeah, all right. We uh, Fantasy Sports Radio Networks uh, fired off a poll question. Who do you support, Team Jeter or uh, Marlin Man? Marlin Man. Yeah, we're going Marlin Man. All day and all night. Yeah, we're going We're going Marlin's Man on this. Well, Marlin Man's a good guy. He cares about the, uh, the yeah. franchise. I don't know what kind of guy would make a trek like that with merchandise and expose them. Great job. Great investigative report. Marlin's Man, you should start uh, looking for condos in, in the Montreal area. So nice. Maybe nice. the Marlins uh, end up uh, in Montreal. <laughs> that was a good one. When when it's all uh, said and done, Major League Baseball cam. I, you know, listen, I'm not. We're not going to have any panic buttons or anything like that because we're only seven point seven percent in. I actually know that due to uh, uh, some stats we'll get to a little bit later on. So we've essentially played like seven percent of the Major League Baseball season. But attendance is like beyond bad. Oh, it's awful. Like you saw the White Sox. What was that? Uh, nine hundred. Nine hundred people. Yeah. At, at a professional baseball game, you said Tony Steam shrimps are getting more. Oh yeah, no, the the, the jumbo shrimp are averaging more fans. Yeah, Double A teams averaging more fans than the Marlins and are. You're in the MLB boardroom. What do you like? You you better be damn concerned. They're not. We're just starting the season. They're not the only. Like, there's a ton of Triple A teams that are averaging more than they are, etc. Yeah. But like, yeah, the White Sox. Like, they got 900 people one game. They were saying the other day there was about 1,400 people in the in the state. That's like, nuts. even if the weather's bad. And even if the team is really bad, there's still like 7,000 people exactly. that have nothing else to do in but their go lives to and have out. the White Sox jacket on and <laughs> and live for the team. And every city has that that core. Like, where's the core? They're we got 900 people. They're gone, Gabe. They're gone. Like, long gone. My band Homicides play bigger concerts than Major League <laughs> Baseball games. Like, we got a problem. 
They're uh, joining us, uh, joining us in the bathroom. What's up, Tony? Not much. I'm uh, I'm feeling good now. I'm feeling relieved. Feel a little my better. Stom- feel lighter now. Lighter. Yeah, my stomach is settled. You know, it's interesting when you guys were talking about FanDuel and DraftKings. What's going on here? Is uh, they were getting called out by the uh, the government because with these new gambling laws that are supposed to be enacted, they were double dipping. They wanted the integrity fee, right? That, that they wanted to pass to these states, one percent uh, tax go back to the leagues, and then they were owning DraftKings, who is going to uh, uh, have an online gambling site. So they wanted to no take... integrity fee that they're yeah. paying exactly. Yeah. Yes. So uh, so they said, you know what? We'll still do business, but we'll divest out of the ownership, and that's the way to please the government. The fact that the government is involved in in everything involved in this stuff is just stupid. Well, that's what we were talking about. Even for our local election, the current premier wants to with the league with the legalization of marijuana, wants to put it in liquor stores and whatever. Whereas Rob Ford, the other candidate, wants to keep it to an open market. Doug Ford. Yeah, sorry, Doug Ford. Sorry, I look more like Rob Ford. But I'm just saying, you know, these guys who they have, they have quality product. You know, the distributors have to go through a stringent case anyway. So the government just needs to back down and stay less involved in something that's already controlling itself. It's uh, it's so the leagues are getting out so they can get in. It's basically what they're doing here. They've got the money to do it. That's for sure. Well, as I said, I'm surprised that they just don't do it themselves, but they don't do that for legal purposes as well, because in some States fantasy sports is still legal, but Imagine like the National Football League. They could just cut out every middleman and run a run a DFS and season-long fantasy sites through their own league, Tony. I mean, they already do, right? They already do have yep. season-long sites. They already have contests and Survivor and this and that. You do your Survivor on the NFL site. Yeah, I do, yeah. but they could step up. Similar to sort of Yahoo, right? I mean, just sort of cut out the middleman, especially the NBA. But it's a good point with the gambling law and – I don't know what's taking the Supreme Court so freaking long with this. I heard it's going to be the second week of May, so I think we're getting closer. Yeah, people said they heard it was going to be the first week of April, and it was going to blah, blah, blah. That was from uh, Mr. Christie himself, though, on Cotton Show, said it would be the second week of May. So uh, he should be in touch with this corrupt government. He's one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Tony. Tony's the best. I was actually speaking of which. The way things are going, Tony, the Supreme Court better get a decision out for this because they're going to have bigger things on their hands, too. I have a feeling feeling there's a lot of big things going to be approaching the Supreme Court uh, in in the near uh, future. I was going to tell you guys about the story about Rob Gronkowski who bought a horse named Gronkowski. Yeah. Uh, it's he basically a British horse. Yeah. It's, won four, it's won four races in a row. It's going to be at the Kentucky Derby on uh, the first uh, weekend in uh, May. But the best is Gronk, like, talked to the British guy, Tony. He's like, hey, man, I want to ride the horse. Yeah. The guy's like, you're 265 pounds. Like, my jockey's 113 to 115. Like, Gronk's like, yeah. no, like, seriously, I just want to get on top of the horse. The guy's like, you don't get it, bro. Like, you can't get on top of this horse. You're going to break it. Like, he thinks he can, like, go ride the horse. He's so this stupid. This guy is so stupid. He's honestly, he'd be the, like, hey, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, horse, yeah, it, it's he'd, insane. He'd, he'd injure the horse sitting on it. Yeah, exactly. He's you a real rocket he, scientist. I'm yeah. trying to figure out now. So here's what happens. The Patriots all go to the Kentucky Derby. Like, that's their yeah. thing. Julian Edelman. So now Gronk gets a horse. He's there. But do you think he had to pay for this? Or do you think that they just gave him, you know, a, a piece, a little piece, so they Dude, can, I you mean, know. No, we're horse in the horse race of business. These guys yeah. are the cheapest they don't, penny pitching. I can anyway. tell you they're probably stealing from Gronk right now. I guarantee you half the people in the horse racing industry 
the street don't even know who Rob Gronkowski <laughs> is. They just think he's a big, goofy, yeah, rich gonna, white yeah, kid. Yeah, they hope his wallet's fat, I can tell you that. Yeah. It's, you know, no, but this horse is already a winner. It won the Burden Stakes, four, won four races in a row. He's not picking up a trot or he's picking up a thoroughbred. It should, uh, should be interesting. You're right, the Patriots, there's always incidents when we go, what was it, yeah. Wes Welker was all high yeah. on ecstasy and Molly yeah, and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Woo, run, horsey. Hey, he was yeah. all wasted, handing out. Pretty cool, though. Nice guy. He was handing out $100 bills oh, to strangers. I, w- I yeah. wish I was there. We could really use Dude, that. Dude, he was all, he was wasted. He was like, he was on ecstasy. So he was like, in a good on mood. ecstasy, like, uh, yeah, like they hug and everything's yeah, free great. love. So yeah, he's uh, he's all nice and like, hey man, and he's just handing out hundred dollar bills wow, to everyone. I really wish we were at that one. <laughs> yeah, you get a free hundred dollar bet. Come as a disguise to get another one. Yeah, you went right back up to him. <laughs> yeah, I know. Come on. It's like when they give away the free sample on the street. Cam like double goes back. Uh, Tony, I'm not. I'm not oh, going to lie yeah. to you. Gabe's local grocery store, they've been really, really uh, feeling it these days. I guess a lot of people in this uh, rich area by the studio have been, like, putting money into the store. The new pizza guy, he's not just bringing out samples. Like, he's, like, lining them up at the top, and I just sit there. I'm like, oh, this one's good. You got meat lovers or whatever. I could basically get my lunch there like it's a Costco. It's absolutely fantastic. And the manager felt bad for me one day. I ran out of gas. I had to get home Marenzi, so I gave him a sob story. He lent me 20 bucks. I go, oh, I needed to pick up some groceries. He goes, here's a $25. He gave me a gift card for the restaurant, uh, for the grocery store, because I spend so much money there, right? I buy roasts and stuff. I was like, wow, man, I lost my wallet and stuff, and the guy gave me money to get home. It was very, I thought I was going to be stranded. Yeah, when so I was working. Things are good. When I was working in New York, me, Ronis, and Angle used to go in this bagel place that always had a sample tray. And uh, I would, you know, throw a little cream cheese on it. And then, I would go, yeah, you know, this ain't bad. But, uh, you know, I need a little more kick to it. Then I would try the next one. And, that, and Angle's like, they're going to kick us out. And uh, the lady became friendly, friendly with me. And uh, she, she uh, asked me for my phone number because I was the guy that was the bagel guy. And uh, I would give them my review every morning on my bagels. And I never paid for a damn thing. Did you roll her dough? I tried. I tried. We had a commu- we had a communication problem. She didn't speak English, and I. Oh, but she liked. I know she that. Liked giving you free food. I know that bagel place. What the place right across the street there? It, well, it's on the same side of the street, but it's uh, it's about four things up, four or five. Yeah, things yeah, up. yeah. I know the place. Brent, uh, you can't yeah. beat free samples. I was told. Uh, I was told that's the best bagel place ever, oh, yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Montreal's got wicked bagels. Yeah, Montreal's got better bagels. Uh, I would say that. Come on, in New York, you're upsetting the whole Jewish community. I've, no. been, I've been, you know what, Tony, and I'm an unbiased uh, participant. Lot, there's, there's a lot of Jewish people in Montreal. I've, I've had, really? I've had all the New York bagels, and I've had Montreal. I think Montreal bagels are the best. I'm telling you. I was at, so I asked people why the bagels. Hasidic look. style, man. With the I curls. asked why the Hardcore. bagels are better. They said they had better water. It's all about the water. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You got to use the good stuff. Yeah, don't cheap out. Yeah, I'm sure the water, water on 35th Street's great. Tony. They're very good. <laughs> <laughs> it's pristine water. I'm sure. Florio, yeah. sure. it's, it's got a fish sure with three guys. eyes in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure Flo- they're great, great water. It's like Springfield's king in the sore. And then we we're gonna get the <laughs> bagels down. Yeah, great, great water in the area. Great water for bagels. It's known. It's uh, <laughs> spring water, just like Colorado Springs, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Six thirty fifth, six and thirty fifth. Yeah, it's great, great water. Known, known for its great water. Hydrogen. So there's like rats oxygen. inside the pipes. 
<laughs> oh my god! You know what? When you I, so we worked weird hours when we were in New York, right? And you go through Times Square at four o'clock in the morning, you wouldn't believe the size of the rats running around. They I, should I, have leashes. It's amazing. I, I'm telling you, Tony. I'm going to tell like, you. I'm going to tell like you. Raccoons, yes, yes. Huh? I'm going to tell you a true rat story from yeah. New York. When I was doing the Journey of the Cup, I met WWE's Renee uh, Young Paquette down oh, there. Yeah. So we went out for a beer. We're friends. Me and Gabe and her used to work together at the TV station. So we hooked up after we went to Madison Square Garden. We saw a rat the size of a uh, raccoon lift up like almost like bench press a pizza, a full piece of New York slice and take off. Like they're, they're huge, man. Like I'm telling you, he manhandled this pizza, not just the crust, the whole damn slice. And he was like toying with it. Like they were huge, way. monstrous. Like they're scary, man. I've seen like, like there's, I don't want to deal with those rats. They're yeah. Tough. Yeah. Times Square. If you're homeless and listening to the show, don't sleep in Times Square. That is rough. The, yeah, uh, a lot of rats. <laughs> a lot of rats. Yeah. yeah. I, they are big, man. They'd That's why the they pizza. are huge. No, this one was huge. It was like a raccoon. That's why they say the pizza in Las Vegas is no good. The water. Oh, really? Something, yeah, something yeah. about the dough. I don't know. Really, yeah, it's, just, it, well, it's, it's also soft versus hard water. Have you ever noticed how when you have hard water, you no. buy those? Well, I'm just going to tell you a story yeah. about the difference between soft and hard water. You need water to be soft for everything that's good. The problem is in big cities, you get the hard water. Why do you think that turkey that I did that TV show with pimps those Windsor system pellets? It softens water and makes food and everything tastes better. And you also have a better shower, lighter on the skin. See, oh. I don't, I don't know anything. Hot about tips, this. hot, hot home tips, Gabe. I'm not just a man of Ziplocs and bags. Water softeners. Has it helped your skin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I should go invest in some. This is Tony some, some, some water softener. Cam's giving us skin tips. I'm looking at him like I don't see it. You know, you're not doing like any Noxema. I don't have any scabs or anything. No, I'm just saying it's. Oh, uh, you know what? I got a, I got a rash on my right ribs. Like I don't know what happened here. Like there's a little. You need soft water, Tony. It feels like I'm getting like bitten by little things. And a, and, a, and a gallon of polysporin. Yeah, I know. It's bizarre. We get older, too. Yeah, well, you got more some marks on you? I got mysterious yeah. scratches on my body all the time. Yeah. I got, like, <laughs> scratches on my arm. And, like, it looks yeah. like I had, like, crazy sex yeah. with someone. But, but I really... Just, you're, no, you're, you're having night terrors. No, I did it. No, wait, you're scratching yourself. No, I really didn't. Uh, it used to happen. I remember my ex-girlfriend used to freak, too. She's like, how come you have these scratches on your back and your neck? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I said, I really, I just don't know. So you're doing something at night. You're, you might be like, I, you know, no, I think that somebody has a voodoo doll. Of me. <laughs> well, you better get it out. Yeah, I think someone's, someone's got a voodoo doll. They just screw me over and over. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot, a lot of mysteries in life, man. You can't, can't figure anything out, right? Well, I have, a, I have a marble-sized thing in my belly button that my doctor told me I'm going to have to get removed. It's called an ulcer. And it's like oh. literally the, almost the size of a golf ball now. I haven't showed you because I don't take off my shirt very often, but uh, yeah, I don't know it's if a I problem. No, it. I don't want to show you. You'll get, you'll get disgusted. <laughs> like, you but you want to see it, Tony? But it's I getting know, bigger. No, you can golf, see it. Like, no, if, I go, if I go there, see it pop out? See, you I don't think it. You, you mentioned this bad. before. And I'm telling you the truth. Look at it. I almost, my want, shirt. I almost want to see it now. Want to touch it? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want to touch it. I'd rather see it. No, just look at it. No, no, I'm not touching it. Put your finger into it. No. In my face. No, just do it. Just <laughs> finger on no. it. It just feels like a bun. Lick it. Oh, like, I don't understand why you're scared. I, like, it's, it's just a piece of skin. Oh. He's literally standing up with his belly in my face, Tony. He's yeah. like, touch oh. it. Touch it. Lick All it. Right, lift like it up. It. Let's see. Let's see. I don't want to show it. No, you don't got to get so close. Move back. Move back. Can I see it? No, hold on. There. Sit back down. Sit back down. See? It's purple. Let's see. It's purple. Oh, dear God. It's horrible. Right. I told you. It's Dear huge. God. 
Why don't you get it's it an up ulcer. What I don't understand is when I ask you to lift the shirt up. Because I just wanted you to touch it because you can tell that it's like you decide. Like, I didn't I'm want to not a you. doctor. Well, I wish you were. Can you tell me what the hell's going on? How come I have a golf but ball Tony, in my stomach? He's telling me he's got a golf ball. And then he's like, he gets his, his big belly in my face. He's like, touch it, touch it. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. And then I'm like, all right, let's see it. Yeah, you but saw for some it. reason, he gets close. I'm like, no, you can see it. <laughs> like, he thinks I'm a doctor. He's like, I don't know. He's like, here it is, doc. Uh-huh. Yeah, so like after seeing it, are you not concerned now? Yes. yes. It appears as if, though, you have, like, two belly buttons. a purple-sized golf ball that is inside your belly button. Uh-huh. Called a hernia. Like, you know when they say sports hernia? That's what they the guys when they how, go. I thought a hernia was. How a do you know no, that? But it, no, but it pops out in the front. That's what the how doctor do you know told that? me. Uh, my doctor told me he goes, I don't want to have to put, operate on you now because I go, we're just starting a three hour radio program. He goes, eventually you're going to have to come in for uh, surgery. It was when we were doing the one hour show, and I said, and he also said you can wait a few months. Surgeries are like breaking up with somebody. Oh, never what? a good time. I don't want no. Do you understand? <laughs> can I tell you? Uh, since we're telling story time, the last time I oh, you know, oh, Tony, I got to tell you this one. Yes, yeah, so oh, I got to tell you the story quick before we get into the yeah, DFS. I'm just a little freaked out by the golf. <laughs> anyway, at least they're all telling yeah, the right, truth. Right, I thought you were a doctor. Yeah, I wanted to see it. I anyway, saw it. Anyway, it's, it's, yeah. The last go. time I went for surgery, I went to a doctor and he told me I might have skin cancer because I used to get a lot of sunburns. Whoa. You know, right, Gabe? I got blonde eyes, red hair, whatever. When I was in Jamaica, I had like I got burnt by the sun so bad I had blisters all over me, whatever. So when you're getting older, you get scared. So I went to a doctor. He goes, I had a big black mark on my leg. He goes, in my ankle. He goes, you got to take it out. I go, I want a second opinion. He goes, you got to take it out. So, Marenzi, I went to the doctor, and they put a bone saw basically in the thing to cut out my ankle. He didn't. He estimated my weight wrong. He didn't give me enough anesthesia, and I feel the bone saw going through my leg. I go, oh. and I, go, I, go I don't see in there. Like, I, I started freaking out, jumped, and then finally the guy drugged me, and then got That's my experience. This guy, and now I have a big, crazy thing in my ankle that I got to put special cream on because, uh, Basically, this guy almost killed me, and he was supposed to be a respectable doctor. He put a bone saw into my ankle. So how long? <laughs> how long? <laughs> Sorry, I can't. destroying the carpets now. I don't know what's going on over uh, here. We're back at the old table. Yeah, all right. Just uh, <laughs> everyone settle down. Yeah, anyway, um, yeah, see? So, yeah, well, so what's the deal? How long are you going to live with that thing for? Uh, the doctor yeah. says it's probably going to It's kind of get- purple. I know. It's got changed colors, too. Uh, um, I'm going to think I'm probably in the next couple months I'm going to get it taken out. It's, it's starting just, to annoy it's me. It's just a quick procedure. Really? Yeah. No, it's not that. It's, it's, it's not always a quick. Like a, a, when it's, it's someone quick. else, it's just a quick procedure. Yeah, I know. He's talking to me. they got to put a knife into my stomach. I don't know no, about that. No, no. I had my gallbladder taken out. Did you? Ugh. When did you get it done? When did I have my gallbladder taken out? Yes. Uh, when I was like 25 or 26. They just knock you out? Did it hurt? I was, in fact, one of the uh, the first, uh, I was one of the youngest ones ever to get my gallbladder removed, actually. Interesting. Not in the history of the world, no, but, but that the doctor had yeah. seen, yeah. Okay. How did you feel normal. after? you feel after good? Did no, you feel it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Really? <laughs> no, yeah, so I was going to say, yeah, nowadays, though, they have, uh, they have little microscopic cameras cam. They got lasers? So they're going to cut, like, a triangle. Yeah, just take it all little out. Little holes, oh. and they stick this little, little camera in your stomach. They're going to zap, pop, whatever it is that we need. It's just a little mar. It's like a marble. But then they stitch you up. Yeah. It's actually incredibly painful. Um, so after, <laughs> when, I got, when I got out of the hospital, this, guy, so, this guy's they, unbelievable. So get this. So I got out of the hospital, and I had the stitches. I had, like, like a pyramid of stitches. So I had like, yeah. you know, four stitches in my mid and yeah. my little bone. So they basically told me, listen, 
whatever you do, don't cough and don't don't laugh. And don't pick. Oh my don't god. Don't cough. Don't laugh. Oh my god. I'll like dude, I love to laugh. Dude, the stitches will split no! and your stomach will split oh. open. What am I gonna do? You're gonna look like someone on a zombie on The Walking Dead with your guts falling out. <laughs> so I'm getting god. sick thinking me, about this. So get this. They tell me whatever you do. You can. And they're like, we're serious. They said the pain will be unbearable, and your stomach's gonna, you're gonna bleed open. But all I do, all right. So I'm like, all right, don't cough, don't laugh. My buddy picks me up. I get in the car. First thing he has is like a joint the size of Cheech and Chong, like hash, ultra powerful. I take a toke. First thing, I start coughing. (laughs) I'm like, oh dear God, all right. So, so I'm trying to smoke it without coughing. All right. So I got through that, and, you know, I should note that I was pretty hardcore, and I was in a hospital. I was actually going out in the parking lot and blazing and stuff. So yeah. so you're saying, screw you, doctor. So, yeah, I so I, I got through it. So I'm not laughing at all, all right? So I'm watching TV later in the night. Three's company's on. And my mother warns me. I'm staying with my mother at the yeah. time because I lived in a dump, but I needed to be taken care of. So I went to my mother's house out in the country. So... It's about 11 o'clock, 11.30, and uh, she goes to bed and stuff, and she goes, remember, you can't laugh, so uh, don't watch any of these shows. It was yeah. like David Letterman was coming yeah. on and stuff. <laughs> Late night talk. And I show. told her, oh, they're bad shows. They yeah. won't make me laugh. Don't worry. So I'm flicking around and stuff, and I land on the movie. Ladybugs <laughs> with Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, I love it. And Jack A. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a big. I, I swear to God, <laughs> just looking at Rodney Dangerfield, Tony, I split my gut open. I love that guy. I'm laughing uh, so hard at that dumb movie, Ladybugs. It actually had a couple funny points. Yeah. So yeah, that's going to be your big problem. You're going to get out of there. You can't laugh oh or God. cough. That's a real problem. <laughs> Eating will be a problem too. Really? Now I got bigger problems. Man. I want to see John Haley like tee that golf ball off your belly button. <laughs> 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 Game time decisions. All right, so the NFL schedule, uh, people are going crazy. Ooh, the NFL schedule, and I don't often do this, uh, Cam, but um, you're, I, what you're going to go crazy? No, I've got uh, no. I go crazy all the time. Uh, I've got uh, breaking news, though, as far as the schedule. I've got a scoop. Really? Uh, Yeah, for Buffalo Bill fans. Uh, I have learned that the Buffalo Bills will be playing, Cam, this year in Buffalo. Brace yourself for this. They're going to be playing the New York Jets, the Miami Dolphins, and the New England Patriots this year in Buffalo. That's That's my breaking news. Scoop. Where are you going with this? You like that, Duff? Where are you going with this? That's 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 all I'm going. Florio, you're a Bills fan. You like that? People are wondering about the Bills schedule. There's the Bills schedule. Now, where I'm going with this is every year, man, the NFL schedule comes out and people freak out. And Oh, my God, this team's playing that team and this team's playing this team. You know what? Uh, you know what teams are playing what teams? The other teams in the freaking yep. National Football League. All right? There's 32 teams, guys. <laughs> You're right. You think you can make predictions with the schedule. It's you the can. same damn schedule every year. And it rotates, all right. So it's like it's always this like shock. Oh, I can't believe but it. But what what NFC conference are they dealing with? Who the Bills? Oh, um, is it back to like Seattle, San Francisco, Rams, and whatever? That's what I want to know. I think it's the uh, I think it's the North, with oh, the, Vikings the North, and the okay. Packers. Yeah, that so, makes sense yeah. too. Uh, we haven't I played Buffalo it, in a while. We're due for a trip. I think it's uh, I think it's the North. 
It is the playing the North. Thanks, Florio. See, that's pretty good. I yeah, Florio was on top. Of it. No, you, you just guessed the North. Good call. Well, I knew we were, the North. I knew I knew they were playing the Packers and the Vikings. Yeah, I, those I are good games to go to, though. If, if those teams are playing in Buffalo, that'd be great. Love to see the Packers at uh, in Orchard Park, but not that's if you're a rooting great, for the Bills uh, road trip game. Yeah, don't worry about it, Florio. The Bills are a good home team. Right. You know, you got, that's a Bills fan. You guys are so like you, you just uh, defeated before it even starts. I, I swear to I swear to I God, understand. I think the Bills host the Lions and the Bears. Oh, nice! Actually, that's and, and go on the road. Yeah, of course. That's actually I, no, but you so, want that? You no, I don't no. want that. <laughs> I'd rather go to Detroit than go to Minnesota. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> got to play the games you said I, I i to be honest with you I, I was just saying from a fan perspective you'd love to see minnesota in buffalo and you'd love to see green bay in buffalo and you can take the other teams uh on the road you get to see a better product the new york post reports that the buffalo bills will play the jets in week 10 yep and of course me and uh, florio i uh, went to the uh, the jets bills game last year are we going Bowman's, this year uh, really big parking lot they're gonna host host the jets are we going this year he says gabe yeah you know what all right oh here it is gonna make it a yearly trip according to uh rob dromovsky the bills will travel to green bay to play the packers Ooh, in week, week four, four. Ooh, that's early get it out of the way all right according to uh mike shop of wgr the Bills. Oh, Mike will. Shope. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to Buffalo Sports Radio because they're always ragging on does the every, Sabres and Bills. Does every city <laughs> like have a guy named the Bulldog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I swear to God. Like every, AM 550 Buffalo. How many like Bulldogs are there in Sports Talk Radio? Oh, lots. And the other one is Storm and Norman. Yeah, Storm and We got Storm and the late night vampire. Storm and Norman Rumack. Yeah, like <laughs> there's been a Storm and Norman on like numerous stations. I used to work yeah. with Storm and Norman Marshall. Seriously. <laughs> Storm. Storm Norman Norm, Norm Marshall. Yeah. I like it. That's yes. a, what a good handle, though. Yeah, yeah, I still like it. Storm. I like Storm. He really was Stormy. Storm and Norm was our buddy was Storming for a while too. Right, he's got, more. He's got more Storm, chill now. Storm and Norman Rumack. Yeah. Norm's chilling. Although right I now. know, isn't uh, Rumax, uh, isn't he the late night vampire? Yes, on the Fan 590 late night vampire Storm and Norman Rumack. Hammerhead alert, hammerhead alert. I got a t shirt for you. Leafs and Boston tonight for five callers. Come through on Storm and Norman's Leafs post game show. I did a show. He came on after me on Oh, Sirius. I used to come on his show. He'd keep me on for an hour. I'm like, Norm, I know Reebok's paying you. Like, where's my check? Like, it was unbelievable. The guy used to call me on Friday night. I'm like, into like my ninth beer watching the game. And, hey, Cam, Storm and Norman here. You having fun? Yeah, let's, let's do this show he doesn't understand one segment gabe he likes full show talk to storm and norman you're on for an hour <laughs> yeah. he called you you even said you like you had other hits to do at other radio stations like no offense norm i love you but we can't talk for two hours here i, I was I got on, my own show i was on for 30 minutes <laughs> yeah 30 minutes still that that's 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 short for him i was i was on for 30 minutes so yeah people freak out about the nfl schedule but yeah whatever man there's no you can't you can't judge. Put a win and loss already down there. Yeah, and then you, exactly. You can't judge the NFL schedule about what's easy and what's not, what's a good game and what's not a good game. How many times, man, now Monday Night Football, we've gotten a crappy game. And Turned out to be legendary? Rams and 49ers? No, 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 no. I was going to say, yeah, that game was all right in week two, but I was going to say, how many times has it been a crap-ass game near the end of the year on ESPN, and you can't even blame them? It's like, well, nobody expected the Raiders to suck. Mm-hmm. You know, like this year, man. Like the Raiders played the Eagles on primetime television. That's correct. Like, when you make the schedule, you don't expect the Eagles and the Raiders game to suck. But the Eagles had already wrapped everything up, and the Raiders were terrible. And they played a crap-ass 9-3 stupid game in the rain on Christmas night or whatever the hell the final yeah, score was. it was a brutal, brutal football game. Right? There's a lot of games where they'll schedule it, 
And you look, oh, look at this Monday nighter. Man, that's that's pretty good. Like, who thought the New York Giants would be as piss poor as they were last year, right? Exactly. We don't know. You don't know. Like, you can't gauge a schedule by strength of schedule. And on a more serious note, from a gambling perspective, guys, all right, because uh, we're more than just rage here, uh, on a more serious note, if you really want to gauge a strength of schedule, guys, you can gauge it through Vegas win totals. Yeah, that's what I, Yeah, that's what you do. Look at Vegas. Yeah, so you don't take – because everyone always looks at a strength of schedule and goes what the team's records were last year. All right, teams are different exactly. year to year. Exactly. They're like you. They're different year to year. More mature. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I should not. You're the exact same since no. I've known you. I haven't changed. I'm the same. We're not different at all. We're just getting older. Yeah, di- different, but uh, the same. Just different. Have, uh, I, lost, have I lost weight too, Morenzi? People are telling me, uh, I look, some guy said I look more spelt today when I saw me in the condo. He thinks I lost like 10 or 20. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, but thanks. I'll keep on eating chicken wings. You look the same. Okay. <laughs> I just said the same. <laughs> the same. The same. <laughs> I think you're a little lighter than you used to be. But thank you. Yeah. All right, we'll continue on the other side. I'll tell you about the win total angle here. We were non-believers in an Owen and Otani, but he uh, he had a blister. He had a hey, blister. Back off. He, he had a blister, man. It's not, it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> the blister right. should have been they, they on his neck. They should have stopped the game, just like they, uh, just like you know, they asked uh, the the crowd to be quiet. And they shouldn't have done that actually, because now words out. Because that's the thing in Japan, they're very polite, unlike you, Tony. So yes, yeah, yeah, they're, yes. they're very they're very polite uh, in Japan. They don't make uh, you know they they don't make noise like when when their their players are are hitting. And if if you guys didn't hear the story, um, it was in Kansas City. Similar to, like, Ichiro, right? So, like, Japanese fans are going to pop up in every city, right, to support this dude. So there are a bunch of Japanese uh, fans behind home plate in Kansas City when the Angels were there, and um, they were they were going crazy and stuff when Otani came up. And the Angels actually sent the interpreter out there to them and said, listen, he doesn't like when you make noise. He prefers to, to bat with silence. <laughs> so... Now, now words out. It's sort of like Odell Beckham. When people figured out that Odell, you know, you can reduce Odell to tears or get him to punch you by saying crazy things to him. Now, now words out, uh, Tony, that Otani, Otani doesn't like the noise. Yeah, and unfortunately, if you watched the game last night, there are a lot of Red Sox fans there, so I'm sure they weren't so receptive to Mr. <laughs> Otani. Yeah, you guys are everywhere, man. You're like cockroaches. <laughs> it, it's crazy when you think about it. I got a couple of uh, coaches that I want to throw into the bus. So let's start off with head coach of the Los Angeles Kings, John Stevens. All right. The guy's a stupid idiot. First off. Now, listen, I bet the under, I I told you guys, I like the under in this game. I thought the Kings could get it done. But what I did, Tony, is I pulled the trigger with about five minutes left. The in-game total was over under one and a half. And it's one nothing. And it's an elimination game. So the Kings are going to throw the damn kitchen sink at them. And then I'm even thinking, well, they'll probably even pull the goalie with like three minutes left or something like that. And normally I don't like that. But, Tony, and listen, you know, I've been bitching about this for years and I've always been a, I've always been a, a proponent of it. Uh, when I state, man, you pull the goalie with two, three minutes left. The other team's going to score and the game's just over instantly. But it's a little bit different, Tony, when you're losing three games to none in a seven-game series 
and you're losing one nothing in a game. <laughs> like you're out of time. You know, it's like, and all you need is one damn goal. It's like needing a touchdown, being on your own 14-yard line, and you keep on running the damn football. Well, we're going to stick to our game plan. There's still three minutes left. That's something Rex Ryan would do. Like, I swear to God, it's like Rex Ryan punting with two minutes left in overtime, and then Ajayi pops off a 90-yard run, and they lose. Like, that's something I would expect Rex freaking Ryan to do. You know, listen, Vegas were the better team. Vegas probably would have won anyways. But I really got screwed over for my in-game bet because this stupid jackass doesn't pull the goalie. Jonathan Quick's looking over at the bench with about three minutes left. Um, the analysts are freaking out, saying, I don't know why they don't pull a goalie. I don't know why they're not pulling a goalie. Then they pull a goalie with 55 seconds left, and they get a bunch of scoring opportunities. They were so overmatched without pulling a goalie, you couldn't get possession of the damn puck. You know what? It's just, I'd like to hit the guy with a puck uh, right now. You can go screw yourselves, John Stevens. And you know what? I, you know what? I'll drop this if you give me $300, because that's what you cost me. Pay me $300, <laughs> and I'll have Mike Florio delete this rant. If not, make it the damn promo and run it every day. Just repeat it on a loop of me saying, John Stevens, you suck. All right? Yet he's not the only coach, Tony, that screwed me last night. Oh. I had the over. I had the over 214 points in the Pelicans and the Blazers game. They're Ooh. at 210 points. They're at 210 points with 39 seconds left. All right? Now, basically, there were at about a, yeah, there were 206 with about two and a half minutes left. Did you watch the end of the game? I'm sure that you did. Yes, so the I Pelicans, did. it was like a stupid college game, Tony. So the Pelicans <laughs> have the ball. You know, with about two and a half minutes left, they're up by six, they're up by four, etc. One of four, one hundred, whatever. Two and a half minutes left, and they shoot the ball. They miss. They get the rebound. They they kill another twenty four seconds off the shot clock. They shoot the ball. They miss. They get the rebound. They go to the free throw line. They miss. They get the rebound. It was two and a half minutes of ineptness by the Portland Trailblazers. And I swear to God, Tony, I remember about two weeks ago in the regular season, that stupid moron, Terry Stotts, the head coach of the Blazers, screwed us by doing the same thing. He didn't foul. Now, Tony, if you're not getting any rebounds and you're down by six and there's about 40 seconds left at this point in time, you know what? The, the clock's not your friend. You're better off putting these jackasses on the free throw line than letting the clock expire. And then, of course, Tony, I lose the over. Pretty big bet by one damn point. I, I swear don't get to God, it. it was Terry Stotts' fault. The guy's a moron. I don't get it when we see teams like that don't foul. Like, what are you waiting to happen? What are you going on? Like, it is so insane, the ending of these NBA games. Down by six points, how do you pack it in? Uh, they, they totally quit. They, and then they didn't even foul at the end. And no. he told them not to foul. He told them, I, he said, Tony, you're down one game to none. You already lost the game on your home court. You're down by six with a minute and a half left. That's a basketball game, Tony. You know what I mean? Like, that scratch, claw, foul to the end. Like, I get it. You know, NBA NBA players are, are generally gutless bitches that quit and just want to go to the strip <laughs> club and cheat on their pregnant wives. All right? But we see it in college in which you see it all the time, right? Like the coach, yeah, we're down seven. We don't really have a chance, but let's just keep fouling and shooting threes until we run out of time. 
It's just in, in the NBA, even in the playoffs, they quit, Tony. The Portland Trailblazers quit last night. Sad. It's very sad. There's my rant. That's very John, sad, Matt. John Stevens. Sad. John Stevens and Terry Stotts, you can both go screw yourselves, all right? <laughs> you know, why don't you get married, in fact? Just get married. Get married, run off, and go screw yourselves forever, all right? That, that, I think there's you do my, that in there's my coaching advice. Yeah, yeah in Oregon, exactly. I think that's allowed. Yeah, they're both fired. <laughs> like, if, I, if, if it was me, you know, what, whatever. Like, Terry Stotts is an all right coach, but he's never going to win anything, right? He's just one of these guys. That's no, there. no. And Portland are just a sort of useless franchise that are just there. No urgency with that basketball team last night at all. I don't understand it. Listen to Game Time Decisions every Monday through Friday from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. 